0: Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me again today on our chapter day journey. We're in Jeremiah 36, and it was verses 22 and 23 that resonated with me this morning. It says, it was the ninth month, and the king was sitting in the winter apartment with a fire burning in the fire pot in front of him. Whenever Yahudi had read three or four columns of Jeremiah's scroll... The king cut them off with a scribe's knife and threw them into the fire pot until the entire scroll was burned in the fire. Today's podcast is entitled, Controlling the Narrative. It's popular to think of the prophet's words as primarily religious in nature, but in the time they were written, they were acutely political. It's easy to gloss over the mention of dates in these ancient texts, but they provide critical context that adds meaning. Jeremiah's dictation of his prophetic messages to the scribe Baruch was done in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah. Scholars place that date as the first year of Nebuchadnezzar's reign in Babylon, Neb's defeat of the Egyptian army at Carchemish is one of the critical battles in human history. It shifted the balance of power in the region from Egypt to Babylon. The Babylonians subsequently demanded tribute from all of the city-states in the region, including Jerusalem. The historic record reveals that one city, the city of Ashkelon, refused babylonians demand now ashkelon is not very far from jerusalem it was a philistine city that played a part in the story of samson hundreds of years earlier the babylonians attacked the city completely destroyed it burned it to the ground as a mafia-like reminder to all the other city-states of what happens when you refuse to pay for protection today's chapter goes on to share that baruch read Jeremiah's words publicly in Solomon's temple in the ninth month of the fifth year of Jehoiakim, when a time of fasting had been declared. Jeremiah couldn't do it because he had been barred from the temple. He was already a suppressed voice, unpopular with the current political and religious establishment. And fasting was not a regular part of the Hebrew ritual worship. It was generally reserved for times of grief and spiritual need. This time of national fasting appears to coincide with Babylon's destruction of Ashkelon. It is a time of fear, uncertainty, as there's a new empire threatening their very existence. Jeremiah's words proclaim captivity, exile, destruction, and death at the hands of the Babylonians if the people don't repent of their idolatry and give themselves wholeheartedly to God. This is not the narrative that King Jehoiakim once proclaimed publicly. He wants his people to feel safe and secure under his administration. He needs prophets proclaiming Babylon's downfall and Jerusalem's survival. So King J personally burns Jeremiah's scroll, which by the way would have been a very expensive and time-consuming undertaking for Jeremiah. He burns it column by column and seeks to have both Jeremiah and his scribe arrested. And by that, you can read silenced. Sound familiar? In my lifetime, I have never observed such a time as the one in which we are living. When political, media, educational, business institutions work hard to suppress and control anything contrary to the narrative they want publicly proclaimed. And for the record, it happens on both sides of our divided political spectrum. So in the quiet this morning I realize I had the benefit of historical hindsight. Jeremiah was right. He was speaking the truth that the political and religious powers of his day didn't want proclaimed. They considered Jerry's religious editorials to be politically incorrect because they were critical of the current political and religious administrations. The leaders of the institutions didn't want people stirred up against them. They wanted to control the narrative in order to control the people and maintain their political power. Today, like everyone else, I wonder where things are headed in the months and the years ahead. I'm no Jeremiah, sorry. I do, however, recognize patterns of human behavior throughout history. Whenever institutional leaders of any kind or political persuasion control what is said, suppress free speech, ignore factual evidence that contradicts the desired narrative, silences dissent punishes or cancels dissenters and refuses honest open and fair debate it is not a good thing it wasn't a good thing in jeremiah's day and it's not a good thing today now i don't know what the future holds in the short run but i know how the great story ends i'm trusting the story and its author. And I'm committed to continue proclaiming it as I have been called to do all the days of this life journey. I hope you are well. Where this finds you, my friend, Lord Willie. We'll be back here tomorrow.